This special edition of CES Tech Talk is brought to you by Rally, a consumer-focused digital health company that develops easy-to-use web and mobile solutions that empower people to take control of their health and health care. Hey, everybody, with the Consumer Technology Association, I'm Tyler Suters. We are the owners and producers of CES, the world's largest, the most influential tech event. And we are here to help you get CES ready. The show is January 7th through the 10th, 2020, as always, in Las Vegas. And today we are talking digital health. Now, at CES, you will see remote monitoring products, wearables, diagnostic solutions, all these tech innovations that are shaping today's lifestyles and wellness. Now, CES is the only venue where the entire digital health ecosystem comes together in just one place. Today, a conversation about that with Rally. This is a tech innovation that guides you through every step of your healthcare journey. That can be helping you understand the benefits that are available to you, helping you find the right care and make good decisions, and also meeting your individual goals. Rally really provides a tailored, almost bespoke approach here. A deep conversation today on the special episode of CES Tech Talk with Rally. With us in studio today is Chris Carey. He is the Chief Product Officer at Rally Health. Chris, good to have you off the road. I know San Francisco is home base, but uh, you've been logging the air miles lately. I, I have, but it's good to be here. Thanks. <laughs> uh, it seems like that's a reality of the digital health space right now and what's required, the road trips, just because it is so deep and broad right now. Um, give us a quick overview of where Rally Health is in the digital health space and, and the greater ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Rally Health in general, we like to think of ourselves as playing across both the care and the health spaces of digital health. Mm -hmm. And our role is really to bring those two aspects together because as you know, like people, they'll oscillate from being perfectly healthy to being a patient and back, perhaps being a caregiver. And so our role, uh, we see our role in the space is really kind of bringing things together mm -hmm. and bringing the, the touch points together so that you have one door, one experience that you need to do to manage all the things that, that are really related to your overall health. Well, I think that's, uh, that's an important point to address up front is that um, when we're talking about digital health, a lot of times the audience uh, for the business aspect of it are going to be companies involved directly or tangentially with, with the healthcare sector. But here, part of your audience at Rally is in some senses, every one of us, you have more than 50 million quote unquote customers that may not even know it because they're involved and have access to Rally product through their health plans. That's absolutely right. Like our, our vision is to put, you know, health in the hands of the individual. Mm -hmm. And we do that by, you know, supporting our payer partners who offer Rally services, but also employers. And so Rally is a product that can be offered to employees from their employers and the, the purchase they have. And so, you know, we are, like I said, like you said, we're at uh, 55 million people who we're able to engage with on a daily basis. And part of our goals is how do we, you know, drive that even further? Because, you know, our, our vision started from our CEO is how do, how, how do we do this and how do we reach as many people as possible? Because overall, that's how we're going to kind of help the healthcare system in general. Mm -hmm. So take me through that uh, customer journey, if you would. I'm one of the 55 million, say, through my health plan. And I, I somehow figure out or you all tell me that, hey, I've got access to this product. Rally's in, entirely online. 
So where's the door? How do I find the door? And, and where does the path lead me? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, sometimes the door is actually your health insurance website. And so when you go and you sign in, uh, you are actually experiencing rally, though you may not know it because the, the <laughs> brand is actually the, you know, the, your, your health plan. Uh, you may not know it, but right then and there, we, we, we take you through experience to learn a little bit about you, um, learn about your habits. So that way we can completely personalize the experience to you because where you are right now is going to be very different than somebody else or maybe where you were last year. And mm -hmm. so we always looking to kind of engage you in that way. Now for our employers, um, the, that access can be, you know, going from your employer internet site or even just, you know, coming right to Rally where we, you know, you set up your account and you're completely engaged, whether that's, you know, on the web or obviously we have the mobile apps because most of our engagement actually does come from uh, users engaging with uh, the mobile devices specifically. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they're off and running. Hmm. So... My journey depends on what I'm doing, right? Am I searching for myself? Am I searching for my child? Am I searching maybe for a parent who needs help? Um, how does the situation and, and the process differ for each one of those? Because one person can be all three of those, right? Ab absolutely. Um, and so overall, the, the concept of being able to know um, – who you're connected with and who your family is so that you can essentially search and provide care um, for the different people who you're needing is key. And so uh, part of the, as we kind of go through what, you know, what we might call our activation experience when you first join Rally, mm -hmm. we ask you some of these questions so we can better understand sort of your role in the product. And, you know, we always like to call it, we, we say there's a, there's a home CMO, and then, you know, the chief medical officer of the home. And so we want to find out if like our user is that person so they can better understand, hey, are they using this tool more often for themselves or are often they using the tool to help make decisions for people, you know, around them. Mm -hmm. So I guess it recognizes that you can be your, your home CMO and also be patient zero. Exactly. Right? <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> exactly. As flu season is upon us. That's absolutely right. <laughs> um, interesting distinction, Chris, that, that Rally makes. On, on one hand, um, there are employee wellness programs, mm -hmm. to use a, a term of art. But Rally talks about being a digital health company. Um, do ever the twain meet? What's the intersection? Uh, I would say if you think about that that, that term of art or maybe the uh, uh, that legacy term of employee wellness, we are looking at those slightly differently now. Um, cause so if you think about the historical, like some of the wings that get you engaged in your day-to-day -day health, mm -hmm. we use those to make sure people are using our platform to get engaged and therefore like come to us on a daily basis and know about Rally. Because, you know, for example, if it's 2 a.m. and your toddler is sick, if we haven't already engaged you and you don't already know about Rally, chances are you're not going to, you know, download our app at 2 a.m. when your toddler is sick. And so we look at some of these, I'll say, low acuity wellness program type things mm -hmm. to, of course, keep you healthy in your daily activity. But more so it's just to drive that continual engagement, build that trust with the user so that when they do have a higher acuity event, like if they're sick or perhaps they're looking for a weight loss program, they know, hey, I've got this great relationship with Rally. I'm going to go there, and they're going to be able to get me to the right place. So how are you driving that? And I'll break it down into, let's say, proactive and reactive. Proactive being uh, Rally's engaging me. I want to uh, share some information about me or my child um, and get some some tips or some directions or, or health guidance. Reactive being, yeah, like you just said, it's 2 a.m., and my 2-year-old has uh, 102-degree fever um, I want you to know something about me before going into that. I mean, it's the buzzword nowadays, right? I think, you know, big data. I think if you use that in, a, in an, an ad, like you get a, a couple of thousand more eyeballs or something, it seems, <laughs> it seems to be what people do. Um, 
but it does play a big point. And we look at the data a couple different ways. Like there's the you know the clinical data, the claims data that mm-hmm. we get about you, mm-hmm. but there's also the user generated content. Like how are you engaging in our missions? Can we learn about that? Have you told us that you're only getting four hours of sleep, or maybe you're eating out more often? And then the last part is how are you actually using the pro the product? The good example is that 2 a.m. We've actually found that if somebody's logging on at 2 a.m., chances are they don't need to check into their sleep mission. They probably have a care <laughs> need. So that's a perfect time to get them integrated with virtual care. And so mm-hmm. we built a easy way so that they can t- connect with a doctor right in our platform and not have to you know, download a third-party app. Because that's a, a big part of our story is if we're going to engage people and then want to get them and make it easy for them, we have to sort of bridge these connections. Mm-hmm. So a big part of Rally strategy is how do we, you know, I'll say not disrupt the healthcare system, but we want to make it easier for her to bring those things together. Like we don't want to disrupt the patient and provider experience. We want to make it easier. And how can we enable that through technology that maybe didn't exist, you know, 10, 15 years ago now that we have API services, you know, for the tech folks, you know, listening, the Kafka streaming, Kafka streaming. <laughs> how, how can we do these things that, you know, just weren't available to us, you know, 15, 20 years ago? Yeah, well, to the extent that, that quote-unquote disruption is in large part about efficiencies, like improving efficiencies and, and, and um seamless opportunities when it's there. Um, would you dive, Chris, a little more deeply into the digital navigation? And you made uh, a reference to it earlier through the development of the app, right? That as you said, everyone's using it, or a lot of people are using it through their smartphones now. What, to what extent is div- digital navigation a driver here? The ease of it, the familiarity with it, the access of using it? Um, sure. I mean, o- overall, like, I, you know, digital is ubiquitous, right? We, we are all used to it. And so... Like our goal and one of the things like we we focus on is like how do we leverage especially the the digital front door to help you engage maybe in analog, you know, services. And so part of that is as we come to the experience in that sort of your dashboard, if you will, how do we based on what we know about you and know about your family and things like that, how do we sort of personalize that dashboard that gets you to your next step in your, you know, health journey as efficiently as possible. And so uh, we say it a lot, like our personalization engine to drive that experience needs to be completely flexible Mm -hmm. down to what you did yesterday on the platform to then drive a completely new dashboard experience based on what we've learned about you. Within 24 hours. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's in real time. I mean, it it can be as serious as if somebody's in, uh, you know, it's, it, it's a uh, it's in the news a lot today mm-hmm. around you know the the need for mental health care mm-hmm. and if we see somebody doing something on our platform that would you know they're searching or they let us know that you know they're thinking about harming themselves we need to be able to personalize that experience immediately for those types of things to get them the care they need so it is in real time that we need to make these decisions to make sure we help everybody that's on our platform well that really approaches the aspect of consumer trust, user trust, right? How do you develop that with your customers, with your clients, and how do you, uh, you know, strengthen it throughout the journey? Uh, that's exactly right. I mean, and a big part of it, and that's why we've talked about some of those those low acuity type things, like the, mm-hmm. you know, the missions, the challenges, those self directed programs. That's what we use to build trust. Mm-hmm. And and another thing that may be very tactical, but part of the onboarding experience is you create an avatar. Right, something that you use that's not you, that's not like your, so nobody could know who you are, but you can then experience a journey as, you know, I think my avatar is Hale Ant Overlords, like from The Simpsons. Uh, I think I got to pay them a royalty now. Um, but uh, like, so we, we leverage that so they can be a little bit anonymous on our platform and get comfortable with us. So that way, if they are and they experience in those low acuity settings, when a high acuity situation arrives, 
they already know us. They they already trust us that uh, that we'll engage them in the right way. Mm-hmm. Are you, you're saying I can get Ralphie as my yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can upload right. your own picture. You'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rabbit hole there. Exactly, we will, we will, a big we will one. Sidestep that. Um, what is the incentivization for someone to engage? Um, you know, as as I was getting a look at the walkthrough earlier. Um, you know, it's a lot of questions that that. I would want answered, right? And it, but it's me answering the questions and, and wanting guidance. Is that really the driver of it in, in those proactive situations when nothing is quote-unquote wrong? Um, uh, I would say a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the other way, like I think we, we always say, if you give something to us, you should get something. And so part of like Rally's underprinting and how we started is like we have this entire like um, we call it uh, Rally Coins. It's just like a nominal currency, right? Mm-hmm. And so as you're going through and asking us, telling us a little bit about yourself, how do we reward you for doing that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the behavioral economics will, will tell you, right? If you want to get somebody to do something, you know, give them a reward and reward them often. Like here, gamification here. <laughs> is a big part of uh, you know our design process. And so what we look to do is how do we incentivize those right activities so that we can one kind of learn a little bit about you to be able to personalize, but then two, um, make sure you make the right decision when you're in uh, when you're sort of in that point of high acuity care. Uh, mm-hmm. Example might be uh, we are doing things around when people are looking for an MRI. I always use this example with my uh, people who join my team. Four blocks in San Francisco can literally save you $1,000. All right, uh, d- dive into that. Okay, explain it. If you were to go to a hospital for an MRI versus a what's in the, in the term of art freestanding facility, mm-hmm. the cost difference is $1,000 within four blocks in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. No one knows about that. And so if we really want to get people to like top of mind to switch and like not go to the hospital, like, like hey, you can save $1,000, how can we actually reward you and share, share some of those savings back with the user? So that's something we're working on right now. Like how, how can we just you know, reward people for mm-hmm. engaging and making those right decisions? One of the things we started this conversation with, Chris, is the, the varying uh, customer base you have, you know, your, your stakeholders, which are not just policyholders, but policy makers. Yes, for the, the plan sponsors, right absolutely. Term. Yeah, so how does the, the rally platform itself differ from you know, user to user or, or uh, employer to employer? Um, you know, what would I see versus someone at a different company with a different healthcare system? A, a big part of you know the healthcare experience is actually the, uh, for lack of a better term, the product that you get, whether you purchase it by yourself on you know the healthcare exchange or you get it from your employer. Mm-hmm. Being able to ingest that information and know how like what product you have can help us make better recommendations for you. And then of course that's on the I'll say the the health plan side, the insurance side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then for employers, we have the ability to you know configure different programs and resources that that employer might offer their employees and Mm -hmm. make it very specific to that employer. So if the employer, and many of them do, have their own, I'll say, well-being strategy for their population, our platform will allow them to configure the, you know, the rally experience that directly aligns with their overall, you know, corporate well-being strategy so they get the right programs, resources, and most importantly, they actually get their employees to engage because a lot of these employers actually have these programs, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to engage people because they're often hard to find. And so uh, that's our job. If, if if you want your employees to engage in, a, in virtual care, uh, how do we make sure your employees know about it and in those 2 a.m. <laughs> situations, yeah. they use it, right? So that, that highly tailored experience sounds familiar across an, an, a number of other uh, online journeys, yep. we'll say. Um, 
where did you at Rally draw the inspiration for this highly tailored, uh, you know, almost bespoke um, approach to personalized healthcare and, and information? Um, I mean, I guess that I'll say the, the the seed of innovation, like we would take it back to our, our CEO, Grant, and his um, his journey started with he was a, a college athlete. He had an injury. He went into a surgery with one idea of success. He came out of that surgery and his idea of success and his physicians were completely misaligned. And just from there, it was how can, after meeting with him, having so many like um, uh, pre-opt appointments, how can our definition of success be so different Mm. at the end of it? And then obviously he had uh, additional complications, but it started there to how do we really, in each person's life when they're going through these situations, provide them the tools and content so that they're they're more empowered to make decisions or maybe not make decisions, but just ask questions so that people get aligned. And so that's where it started. And then I think, um, I mean, a lot of our company uh, comes from the gaming industry. And one of the things the gaming industry is really uh, focused on is how do they create sort of micro loops to kind of keep people being engaged. Mm-hmm. And we've taken a lot of the learnings from the gaming industry and things like that to like how do we engage people on a day-to-day basis so we can, again be there when they need us most. So the issue you outlined, Chris, of, of uh, patient versus provider communication, let's say those conversations that did or didn't happen or that were misaligned, that's one challenge. What, though, is the biggest either individual challenge or, or umbrella topic challenge that you think Rally is a- addressing and on its way to solving? I would say the, the, the biggest challenge in the, the healthcare space is just overall engagement mm-hmm. in the the suite of programs that are out there. As I probably told you that $1,000 within four blocks, I'm guessing that was something you weren't aware yeah, of. I, was like, <laughs> I wish I had known that if right? I were going through that. Thing. Yeah. And so it's, it's, and so part of our, part of our job is how do we take our engagement levels and bring them up for our health plan partners, for employer partners. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the, the biggest challenges, but the good news is it's, also what consumers are asking for. I think there's a McKinsey study out there that says, you know, 70% of people are upwards want to engage digitally. So the consumer need is there. We are, our responsibility in this is to engage people and then sort of stitch together the different entities that can provide this, you know, overarching healthcare experience so that it's easy for them. So they don't have to, you know, link out and register someplace else. Like we, our job is to bring those things together once we have them engaged. Mm -hmm. Let's do that macro zoom out now to uh, the industry as a whole. What is the future of digital health in your mind, in, 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 in Rally's eyes? Where, where are we going? Um, that is a great and loaded question, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a terrible and overly broad question, but thanks, Chris. Um, the, one of the things that we see and what we're focusing on, we're using the term local care. Mm-hmm. And one of our big objectives, of, and I mentioned earlier, like our goal is not to disrupt that patient provider experience, but actually enable it on a more uh, uh, ease of use and a more sort of, uh, I'll I'll call it uh, value-based care type of concept. I think that's a great time. Yeah, yeah, where you're focusing on the the right incentivization, right? The incentivization being the patient's health rather than the revenue generation or something like that. And, you know, and, and care is local, right? Like when you need care, like your doctor's local. And so part of our strategy is how can we, we we've done a lot with, you know, programs and like giving people the right programs and that's still a key part. But another key part is how do we 
create those connections with like your local provider mm -hmm. and make those easier and make it easier for those providers to actually provide care. Because if they, if everybody can provide the right care to the right user at the right time, that's going to be a better outcome from the patient. That's going to be, you know, more successful physicians who like don't have to spend all their time in like silly appointments <laughs> and it's just better for the system in general. So like we are really looking to optimize the local care experience. It will be a big part of one of our strategies. All right. So your very first trip to CES ever is on the horizon. Um, first of all, you're in for a blast, but I won't spoil any surprises just yet. <laughs> I'm looking uh, forward to it. Let's talk about what Rally is up to. What is your game plan and strategy heading into CES 2020? I mean, from from what I've heard about CES, our, our goal is based on, you know, the people they're going to be to. If you're in technology, and I don't think anybody can not be in technology yeah. <laughs> in 2019, here, here. Is, yeah. is really one to sort of learn from the people that are going to be there and like having just good conversations with people and help, you know, one, help them learn about what Rally is doing, but also like learn from what people are looking for, especially in this space, because, you know, what was a what was a strategy ten years ago won't be uh, again in you know this year, and so we want to learn about like what are people looking for in this space and how can we better help, um, you know their needs and deliver on kind of what their strategies might be. Yeah, I hope you come away feeling like mission accomplished exactly. at uh, the end of January. Chris Carey is a chief product officer at Rally Health. Chris, just a blast today. Thanks so much for the time. I oh, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that does it for this edition of CES Tech Talk. As always, we want to help you be CES ready. So do yourself and us a favor and subscribe to this podcast. CES Tech Talk is available on all the major podcasting platforms. And if you do so by subscribing, you won't miss a single episode and you will be especially well prepared for CES 2020. The show dates are January 7th through the 10th, 2020 in Las Vegas. To help yourself plan and prepare, you can also Go to the website ces.tech, that is ces.tech. Now, none of this podcast would be remotely possible without the true stars here, our executive producer, Tita Anthony, and our senior studio engineer, John Lindsay. You two are the best in the business. I'm Tyler Suters. Let's talk tech again soon. 